0: Oddity Files, the podcast, is brought to you by That Witch Beauty. Potions, jewelry. Yes, ma'am, Pam. Head on over to etsy.com slash shop slash that witch beauty. Check it out. All the good vibes, all the magic, all the moon water and crystals. Etsy.com slash shop slash that witch beauty. This bitch I always lets you know when we're recording here. <laughs> In three, two, and one. Oddity Files. The podcast. All things creepy, crippled, otherworldly. Oddity Files. The podcast. And we're back. Hey we guys, we synced up. We, we synced are, up. we are so fucking synced right now. You guys have no idea, no idea whatsoever. But you guys are listening to Oddity Files, the podcast, the podcast, the podcast. Did you realize that? I, or did you notice that I changed the name of the Facebook page? It's now just Oddity Files, a podcast.
1: Oh, I did not.
0: I did. I got well. There is no Oddity Files, a TV show anymore. So, I mean, if you're on YouTube, uh, Oddity Files crew on. YouTube, you can watch all three seasons there. But uh yeah. So I figured it's I'd always just... there.
1: If a it's... tree falls in the
0: woods and no one's around. I, you hear it. Cause I <laughs> I you know what I know? Because I live in the woods and I hear trees falling all the time. Those trees don't know I'm here listening.
1: I feel like that's the that's the whole to be poked in simulation theory. Because for you for the example, if you live in the woods, you can hear a tree falling mm-hmm. and simulation theory is that nothing renders outside of what we can see so like the room that i'm in right now nothing outside is rendered until i walk out there so if you hear a tree fall
0: and don't see it It means we do not live in the matrix
1: the earth is round indeed
0: (laughs) oh thank god somebody finally fucking said it the earth is round people (laughs)
1: Oh my god.
0: Shit. Well, I'm Kitsy Duncan.
1: (laughs) And I'm Dick Floyd.
0: (laughs) Welcome back to another action jam-packed episode of Oddity Files the podcast. Nick, how are you today?
1: Um, I'm doing better now that I'm talking to you.
0: Same. Exact same. It's been a day. This is gonna
1: be this is gonna be like WWE SmackDown. This is gonna be like the rawest Oddity Files episode. I feel mean, like we're just both.
0: Like. Do you have a Do you have a folding chair? I've got a folding table next to me.
1: I, do. You want to throw me through the table?
0: No, I was gonna throw the table at the. Uh, nah, I probably don't want to do that. Um. Oh my goodness! So what's new with you, sir?
1: Uh, I mean, I can't really remember past yesterday, so I'm gonna say absolutely nothing. Fucking same.
0: You know, (laughs) it's just Groundhog Day all over again.
1: (laughs) It is. I want to say something cool happened, (laughs) but I don't have anything.
0: Well, I just finished mixing up some potions. So there's that. By the time this episode airs, it will have been released. So I can tell you what it is and (laughs) what its name is. So the name of it is... Uh, Venomous Kiss, and it mm. is an all-natural lip plumper gloss available at etsy.com shop slash That Witch Beauty, which this show is brought to you by. I'm having so much fun, you know, being a modern-day witch, looking up essential oils and shit on the Google all the time.
1: I love it. I Every part of me sits on the Etsy page and wonders, "Is this for me?" And then,
0: <laughs> I guess I should make I realized, something for boys.
1: Maybe. I mean, I don't know if a lip plumper would really work in my favor.
0: Well, I'm just saying, it would. I, <laughs> there's no call. There's no tit to it. You just have the glossiest freaking lips of your life. I'd just be real glossy, looking like maybe. Angelina Jolie and shit. <laughs> I feel like the
1: the with the toner the,
0: the, the rose, water rose water spray moon water toner yeah
1: I feel like that's I feel like I could slather that on and yeah wind up turning some heads uh with the people that I never see because I don't leave my
0: house so <laughs> well you've got the the wake up which energizing spray which is completely gender neutral as is the love potion number 9.0 that is that actually has genderless pheromones in it which is oh. kind of cool. So, um not only are are you attracting everybody and everything but yourself. That's the goal. Is that's the goal of that witch beauty is to uh for everybody to feel a little bit more beautiful with a little bit more energy from the uh, wake up witch. I had to do a video on how to use the energizing body spray because there's nothing like that out there right now. And I was afraid people were like trying to drink it like an energy shot. And I I don't recommend that. Ew. So uh, I I did a quick tutorial video. You actually spray spray it on places on your body where the skin's a little thinner because it gets to your bloodstream faster that way. And I recently read your belly button works too because like – when you're in the womb, like everything feeds to your belly button and it's all just still there. So that's so I
1: feel like that probably would be an interesting image to walk in a bedroom of someone like trying to see (laughs) I'm just trying to get it in the hole. I wish you guys it. could see Nick right now. <laughs> Belly button.
0: Oh. And then he just I'm wearing, said, I'm just trying to get it in the hole. wearing pants.
1: I am. I <laughs> mean, it, it looked like I was pantsless for it a minute. It did. It absolutely did. <laughs> Except my Gosling blanket.
0: Oh, the Ryan Gosling. I love it's it. so
1: nice. I'm just waiting for That Witch Beauty to start the dark the dark magic collection. Ooh. Do you have suggestions? I just want some weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see like a tutorial video of you like putting a single vial of whatever it might be in like the middle of a pentagram with some like black candles.
0: With you like drop some dry ice and like a purple yes. Kool-Aid and yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> some like lamb's blood mixed in. I'm sure that that's probably there's probably something something blood related that could be done that's good for the skin that would uh, not upset the uh, the vegan folks, maybe.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's, I don't think those words even go together. I don't know. <laughs> I did purchase recently some snake venom that apparently Ooh. is supposed oh, to so be great go. for your face. So there's your start. Okay.
1: I, I think that's you. probably way better than... The, see, this is why you're the brains behind the operation. Uh, and this is why I'm permanently cut off from any idea pitches to I mean, send your way. Because I'm sitting here like, oh, snake venom's not a thing. Let's just go straight to lamb's blood.
0: <laughs> and then you, you imagine the... Uh, oh, God. What was her name? The chick from New Orleans who would bathe in the blood of virgins or whatever. No, Marie that was a, Laveau? Yes. No, no, no. The other one. I always get those two mixed up. I'm so sorry, Marie Laveau. Shit. I did a story on her, and I I can't pronounce her name, and now I can't even fucking remember it. Every listener in the world is screaming what her name is right now. Don't scream it three times, because she might show up. (laughs) (laughs) It'll come to me in just a second. Guys, please check out That That Witch Beauty on Etsy. Please head on over and check that out. Um, Nick, I was driving to the post office to drop off a armful of orders for that witch beauty on Monday and I'm driving down second street in Bloomington and I'm looking and I'm looking and I, I did a quick double take almost, you know, like sprained my neck. There was an ice sculpture of an alien and a UFO just on one of the streets here in B town.
1: I saw that. You got to keep it weird up there in Indiana.
0: I know. We're trying. I was just, you know, at the point where I'm like, Bloomington's losing all of its weird. It's getting too mainstream. Um, And then I saw that and I was so happy.
1: That is amazing. And I'm glad you stopped to take a picture, too.
0: Oh, there was no, no, it took a minute. I, I actually had to turn around three times, but I got that fucking picture. Yeah,
1: you did. <laughs>
0: All these yes, one-way you streets. Did. Jeez. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and uh, make a big announcement, guys. Uh, Nick and I... We're discussing this before we started. I can't even look at the camera in the eye because I I hate giving people. It's not bad news. I think it's actually really great news because content is going to be a little more condensed, a little more action packed. But Nick and I are going to go down to releasing uh, an episode every other week. And we're really excited about it. Nick's got some stuff going on in his life. I've got some stuff going on in my life. And it was just time to uh, to do this. I don't know how else to say it. I hate. I feel like it's bad news, but I feel like it's great news at the same time.
1: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the news I thought you were going to tell him. Uh, I thought you were going to tell him the other news. What news? We're legally adopting each other. Oh, yay!
0: Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what did I fucking forget now? Of course I forgot that we're adopting each other. Legally. Legally. Okay. So do we get my last name or yours?
1: Both. I mean. Should we
0: hyphenate? 100%. Okay. Awesome. I'll do Duncan first. You do Floyd first and we'll put it in there. We got to make it Facebook official, man.
1: (laughs) Just a little good news sprinkled on with a little, I don't know.
0: Different like, news. I different don't know.
1: unexpected news, but that's yeah. what we're here to do. To deliver the unexpected.
0: It is. Um, yeah, so after this episode, watch for that. It's still gonna be as regular as it is now. It's just gonna be spaced out a little bit more. Um the episodes are gonna be a little more condensed because Nick and I have a tendency to banter quite a bit at the beginning and we're trying to i'm trying to get us on a format so where we're not sitting here for three hours on a tuesday night every week <laughs> <laughs> and that's after i've spent all day doing oddity files prep to get there so that's where we're at with that but what you should do is send in your listener stories at oddityfilescrew crew at gmail.com head on over to apple Podcasts, leave us a review It's been almost a year, people. Just saying. Leave us a review. Um, Let's head on into Paranormal in the News. I went ahead and stole this off of our Facebook fan group, which is Oddity Files Facebook. No, it's Oddity Files (laughs) fan group on Facebook. I can never remember that Did you say it was
1: podcast? Uh, The Facebook? The slash? The backslash?
0: Yeah, for the group. It's just Oddity Files fan group?
1: Let's see. I'm... Yeah, Oddity Files, oh wait, yes, Oddity Files fan group.
0: Okay, perfect.
1: Yes, you were right the first time. (laughs) Okay.
0: And, oh shit, who submitted this news? I have to check real quick. Um, um, um. (laughs) I meant to put that in, and I didn't. And I'm scrolling, and I'm scrolling. This is from Kim Yelton Marksberry. Kim, mm. we appreciate you. And uh, the link was to the Georgetown Insider Facebook page. The Scott County Sheriff's Department has shut down all traffic going in and out of Burton Pike in response to a Bigfoot sighting this afternoon. Oh. Excuse me. Ashley Stevens Hibbard of Georgetown was gathering acorns <laughs> today. You like uh, to do you uh, do? You know, maybe she's a witch I, 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 or a squirrel. Um. <laughs> Gathering acorns today on her Burton Pike property when she spotted the mythical beast at the top of the hill. Hard quotes, and I was frozen in fear because I knew that it was a Sasquatch," said Hibbard, still noticeably shaken from the incident. I took a quick picture of it with my cell phone and then I ran back inside my house to call the sheriff's department. Where is Georgetown? I'm going to assume. Where's the picture? Um, huh. let's see. Let's do a share screen here, Nick. And break that? the
1: podcast. We're gonna break it right it's, now when we share the
0: screen. It's gonna break. Do you see it? The picture?
1: Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I saw this picture on the Facebook. It looks like one of those like <laughs> it's aluminum, literally squatches. aluminum
0: cutout. Yeah, it's a cutout that was placed there. People, let's read what this dipshit has to say. <laughs> deputies working in conjuncti- ju- uh, uh, bah, conjunction with both animal control and the Scott County Humane Society responded within minutes of Hibbard's call. We had a couple of units in the area," said Sheriff Tony Hampton. "We get a lot of Bigfoot calls this time of year because the creatures are very active in the cold winter months. Hibbard's cell phone was seized by deputies. Can they do that? She just reported a big (laughs) feed. So they could conduct a forensic analysis of her photograph. Couldn't she just text it to them? Uh, For it? Like, we got to check the phone for prints. (laughs) Did she say... Biggie took the... Su- I don't know. My hunch is that it's your typical Midwestern American Bigfoot, says <laughs> Sheriff Hampton. I'm not prepared to rule out the possibility that it's a chupacabra. <laughs> which are very migratory this time of... When the fuck was this posted? January 23rd. This isn't even a April Fool's thing. So our our girl, Ashley hard quotes says i moved to the country so i could be safe said the tearful hibbard but i've already called my realtor and i told her that i'm moving back to the city
1: <laughs> yeah and i then- wonder how that went for you excuse me realtor uh i was out picking acorns I- <laughs> and i saw a s-
0: sasquatch in this like to, fucking a refund. market yeah, no way can you can you no <laughs> And then it ends with, this is a developing story. Yeah, it's developing into some big time bullshit (laughs) is what it's developing into. Uh. What a great
1: like Pixar-esque visual of her just like with a, just I imagine like probably like a shirt full of acorns. Like I imagine it's up (laughs) like this and there's just acorns in it. See, I was picturing it.
0: like a Red Riding Hood basket, which is a basket
1: yeah. with her acorns. <laughs> well, la, I like the visual. La, la, la. I like the visual of her like holding the acorns. So when she sees it, she starts like trembling, <laughs> and the acorns are just shaking all over the place, <laughs> going up her nose and shit. Oh my god! <laughs> but she still pulls the phone out. She's got the acorns with one hand, and she's like. <laughs> she's like...
0: She didn't drop a single acorn <laughs> except the one that went up her nose. And then she had to head to the ER after that. And then she moved back to the big city.
1: That, yeah, she wasn't ready for life in the country. Yeah. I just, I, like, maybe Bigfoot wanted the acorns that you had. Maybe you were taking his lunch. I don't think it was Bigfoot. Nick. I seriously think it was one of those cutouts. It, she's probably, like, infringing on someone's property.
0: And, and, the, and the, he was trying to scare her away.
1: Yeah, it was like a, scare. it was like a, it's like a Midwestern scarecrow. You get those aluminum Bigfoot. That's all it
0: is. That are like rusty, so you can't tell if it's like black or brown or orange.
1: Yeah. She's like, it was standing real still.
0: <laughs> Obviously, it's just because it's Because it's fucking fake. Yeah. And it was like in that pose, that Bigfoot pose. So, yeah. you know, when it doesn't move angle. from the- dumbass city folk I'm just saying I just
1: love that the cops were like you gotta check it for forensics
0: I mean is, <laughs> this, is this even a real story that's what where I'm going with it I know one year Bloomington on April Fool's Day put that there, a, a, a bigfoot was spotted in uh out by Lake Monroe and I was so fucking excited I was sending it to everyone and then I realized the date. was April Fool's. But this was January 25th. Yeah.
1: It's It it reminds me of like early in the pandemic when people were making crop circles. Were they? Yeah, it was like, I want to say within the first like four or five months.
0: Oh, I didn't. Did we discuss Or no, not
1: crop circles. It was the um, well, yes, crop circles were a thing. It was the the, oh my god Words the monoliths the oh monoliths the monoliths popping up oh yeah yeah yep
0: so there you have it kids that is your paranormal in the news that's it on my list of things to do Nick do you have any idea who goes first
1: uh, I want to say yeah I, no I remember vividly because you had the story last week you went first and you had the story last week that you didn't read all the way through oh. and. And it was I must have blocked took, that out. It took such a turn in the best way. So okay. I believe I believe you went first last week.
0: Well that, sir, means it's your <laughs> turn to go first this week. Shall you?
1: Oh well, you know, you really set me up to knock it down. Uh You got this. This is actually In conjunction with our paranormal in the news. So if you're not tired of our boy Bigfoot yet.
0: Oh shit, I've got one too. (laughs) Oh, this is a a Bigfoot episode. This is the Bigfoot episode.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I have already forgotten in the last uh, 45 minutes, because we were talking before we started recording, I have already forgotten how to pronounce this uh, (laughs) creature.
0: Oh, yours isn't called Bigfoot? Well, mine's pretty easy to to pronounce, so we don't have the same.
1: We don't have the same story, but if
0: we did, how how crazy would that be? That would be fucking amazing. I'm not going to lie.
1: I would make you, even if you like, as I'm reading this, you immediately thought I did the same story, you'd have to do it.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just tell it my way. I did it my (laughs) way.
1: All right. This comes from. (laughs) This comes from weirdus.com, which is a series of really great books that you can get on Amazon.
0: Oh, yeah. I have a couple.
1: Yeah. They are fantastic. And this is from. I didn't realize they had a website. And I'm telling the story because I didn't know about this until today.
0: (laughs) Same. (laughs) (laughs)
1: All right, the Sasquatch has for decades served as frontman for the pe- <laughs> off to a great start. peculiar field of cryptozoology. He has trudged his way enormous step by enormous step into popular folklore with sightings of the beast surfacing with notable regularity. God, what a sentence. Uh, <laughs> or paragraph, I don't know. The creatures <laughs> made his presence known <laughs> in various widely separated spots around the globe. The Yeti pops up among the Himalayas. The ever-popular Bigfoot emerges frequently in the Pacific Northwest, and Texas has reported numerous encounters with its aptly named Big Thicket Wildman. Yet, Oof, I love that <laughs> Big Thicket Wildman. I wish that's what they called me in high school, but they didn't.
0: They did behind their your back. <laughs> no, it was more like,
1: what is it? Four eyes? <laughs> <laughs> At least
0: it wasn't. Dem bones, dem bones, dem <laughs> bones.
1: What a throwback. If you got that reference, uh, leave us a review on iTunes.
0: <laughs> Somebody fucking do it.
1: Uh, where was I? <laughs> I told I you this was going to be unhinged. <laughs> uh okay here we go yet few know (laughs) that a member of this brotherhood of hairy hominids makes a home here not here because i'm in florida but a home in arizona Mm -hmm. and he is known and i don't remember how to pronounce this the mongoan (laughs) mongoan monster
0: mongoan monster okay I like
1: it. I will say it's close. The reclusive creature is described as being at least seven feet tall, hairless in the face, unlike me, but otherwise (laughs) covered with a thick, long coat of either dark or reddish brown hair. He travels with a wide, inhuman (laughs) inhuman stride, sometimes leaving footprints measuring 22 inches in length,
0: you know what Hmm. they say about a man with a big foot
1: he's He's probably seven feet tall and covered in hair
0: big shoes yep damn big shoes
1: (laughs) what if that's all bigfoot are looking for is just shoes just a good pair (gasps) of
0: shoes you know maybe that witch beauty can do something about that their feet hurt jk that's not gonna happen
1: (laughs) do it 22 inch shoes Often reports of the elusive beast involve a piercing, sometimes deafening scream or howl unlike that produced by any known wildlife.
0: Dun, Those
1: those who say they've crossed paths with the beast regularly describe an eerie silence prior to their encounter. An appreciable stillness in the woods that commonly surrounds predatory animals. Which I didn't know. It's very interesting. So before you're attacked or mauled, By any sort of creature, you hear silence.
0: The calm before the storm, if you will. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Jesus, it sounds terrifying.
1: It does sound terrifying. Even more common are reports of a strong, very foul stench, which has been described as that of dead fish, a skunk with bad body odor, decaying peat moss, and by someone with an unexpectedly keen sense of smell, apparently the musk of a snapping turtle. (laughs) That's, That's
0: your next thing. That's your next the thing. musk of a snapping turtle. Love One potion million. number 9.2. <laughs> no, That's it's not going to happen.
1: No. That's what I want. Uh, <laughs> most sightings of the Mongoan monster going to sound different every time i say it as suggested by the name occur in and around the rim country which i'm assuming is mongoa (laughs) Mongoa. mongoan forest uh the lumbering giant reportedly covers territory stretching from prescott up to williams east over the winds over to winslow and down near the heber area but most agree he generally sticks in the vicinity of Payson, near the Rim's Ridge. If you're from Arizona, you probably know where that is.
0: Yeah, let us know.
1: Yeah, mom. Or don't. Mom, if you're mom. listening, please tell me where that is in Arizona.
0: Yeah, adoptive mom.
1: <laughs> exactly. It was near Payson where the creature was spotted by cryptozoologist Don Davis, whose run-in is generally accepted as the first known encounter with the beast. Davis said he witnessed the the tall, hairy beast during a Boy Scout trip in the mid-1940s when he was about 13 years old. As he and his fellow scouts were camping near Tonto Creek, something in the night woke him while rummaging through the boy's belongings.
0: it wasn't the den mother. Nope. When Davis (laughs) called
1: out to the noisemaker, who he thought to be a fellow scout, the figure approached him and stood over his sleeping bag. Davis later described what he saw. And it was this. There, standing still, less than four feet in front of me, was a monster-like man. And he wasn't the scout leader. The creature was huge, I added that. Its eyes were deep-set and hard to see, but they seemed expressionless. Hmm, Maybe a little bit sad. His chest, shoulders, and arms were massive, especially the upper arms, easily upwards of six inches in diameter, perhaps much, much more.
0: Perhaps.
1: Perhaps. Davis also reported being overwhelmed by the monster's incredible odor, although he believed at first he had simply messed his sleeping bag, which means <laughs> shat it. Poopied. <laughs> For, Shit. Those <laughs> For those who don't know. Sharted.
0: Whatever you want to call it.
1: Yeah, tomato, tomato. <laughs> An even earlier report has surfaced from a 1903 edition of the Arizona Republican. In it, a visitor to Arizona by the name of I.W. Stevens recounts his confrontation with what he referred to as the Wild Man of the Rocks. Though his encounter occurred further north within the Grand Canyon, the story may be one of the earliest written records of such a sighting. Hmm. Stevens described the Wild Man as having, quote, hard, quote, long white hair, which doesn't align with anything that was said previously. and. Matted beard that reached to his knees, a.k.a. his body was covered in hair. It doesn't make any White sense. White hair. Maybe
0: it was an older Bigfoot.
1: Yeah, a little salt and pepper squatch. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> little That's Clooney squatch. <laughs> when he approached for a closer look, Stephen saw that the creature, quote, hard quote, wore no clothing. And upon his talon-like fingers were claws at least two inches long. He also noted that a coat of gray hair nearly covered his body with, here and there, a spot of dirty skin showing. Okay. While this is not a traditional description of the beast we've come to know in recent years, we could perhaps infer that Stevens had run across an elderly Sasquatch, possibly suffering from a touch of mange.
0: Oh my goodness. That would explain the bald spots. He should probably get some beauty hair potion from That Witch Beauty.
1: All over his body. Spray him down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> on Etsy.
1: <laughs> on Etsy. Stevens went on to tell how the canyon dweller threatened him with a large club and screamed the wildest and most unearthly screech he had ever heard. After Stevens discovered the beast drinking the blood of two young cougars that he had just beaten to death.
0: Well, there you go. There's your dark magic, Nick.
1: There, there it is. That's the cougar blood. <laughs> Another tale, regularly told secondhand at Boy Scout summer camp, involves an Arizona pioneer named Bill Spade. Bill uh, supposedly built a log cabin on land adjacent to what is now Camp Geronimo, a scout facility. Spade was attacked one night by the monster who left no trace of his victim, save for Spade's face, which was torn off and left hanging from a tree.
0: Wait, what? To-
1: Ripped his Wait, face off.
0: Not big feats.
1: Well, this is a Mongoan monster. Well, it's like a rage people filled are exaggerating. Cousin. I do too. The cabin remained for decades afterwards, and the Mongoan monster could often be spotted loitering nearby, waiting for another face to rip. Shit. Other stories making the rounds attempt to explain the origins of the Mongoan monster, they vary in detail, but for the most part implicate a tormented Indian bent on revenge one variant tells of a prehistoric tribe who for untold reasons exiled their own chief the chief called upon the spirits and was transformed into a higher suit bogeyman which enabled him to scare away his former clan he lives on today continuing to defend his territory that's a great story
0: it is a beautiful story
1: in other versions, it was the tribe's medicine man who performed the transformation, enabling the chief to seek revenge on a rival who had stolen his wife. Oh, further smack. variations, yeah, that's like some deep shit. That's further some variations. Indi- Native
0: Amer- uh, indigenous American drama going on right there. Is that where we're at? Indigenous American,
1: yes, okay, the indigenous peoples. Further variations identify the Mongolian monster as a pioneer who was the victim of an Indian attack. He escaped into the woods, but was cursed by the spirits and went insane. In a strange amalgamation of stories, the monster is the phantom of a white man who, as punishment for murdering an Indian woman, was hung from a tree by his hands, stretched to the height of eight feet, then skinned alive and left to die. Damned by the spirits, his ghost continues to roam the woods as the tragically misnamed Skinwalker. Oh. More oh, modern I see inc- what you did there. Yeah, you did. More modern incarnations of the Mongo and Monster story include a novel and a low-budget movie, both of which put the legendary beast at the center of a series of deaths and disappearances. Dolan Ellis, Arizona's official state balladeer, I don't know what that is, portrays the monster, oh, balladeer, like a singer.
0: Oh, oh yeah. do you get an s- official state singer now? Yeah,
1: it's official state singer, and in the song, the monster is portrayed as a somewhat environmentally conscious being that only eats children who litter. (laughs) Anything to get the kids to sleep at night. In comparison with his kin, however, the Mongoan monster enjoys scant notoriety. In truth, he's regarded by most as little more than a campfire story. He's sort of Bigfoot's loser cousin, unable to hack it as a legitimate crypto critter, he ekes out a living performing at conferences and children's parties, hoping one day to get some consulting work. Besides, he really isn't seen that often. Sightings that approach legitimacy are few and far between. Then again, he may not be around that much. It's possible he treks from the Northwest only for the winters to be known as the Abominable Snowbird. I didn't write that joke. It's terrible. It's, I love there you a dad it. joke. It was a dad joke. There you have it. Well That's a story of the mungo and monster from weird Arizona, weird US.com and the book weird Arizona available now on am it's not available on Amazon, but you can
0: probably find a copy somewhere else, but you can get, I'd rather talk to dead people on Amazon at any point in time and your Kindle. Oh, look at you showing off that book and that ass. It isn't mine. <laughs> You're so silly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, You're going to own shit. it. You're going to own it.
1: I one am day gonna... that's going to be your big reveal. You're going to come out and be like it was mine.
0: It was my ass. It
1: was always my ass. <laughs> it
0: was always my ass. So, we're not going to throw it over to commercials, but I will tell you that I added some new merch. <laughs> Um, so head on over to our Facebook group, which is Oddity Files, the podcast on Facebook. My daughter and I collaborated on some new merch. It's, it's got a Bigfoot vibe. This is absolutely the Bigfoot episode. So I'm going to just roll on into my story. And um, Nick, have you heard of the yucca man?
1: Uh, no, but I've heard of the yucca uh, fruit and it's very decadent. Is and it, I love it. <laughs> is
0: is 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 yuca fruit from the yucca plant? Is it yucca? Have I been saying it wrong for fifty-one years?
1: Maybe I've been saying it wrong for thirty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just like acai <laughs> slashes akai.
1: Akai. I feel. Uh, I don't know. How is yuca? Maybe.
0: I my mom always had a yucca plant in the yard, and we just called it yucca. But I mean, it's maybe it's Midwest versus South.
1: I'm looking. <laughs> okay. Is there? A, oh, there's. Oh wait. So yuck. You
0: see? You coming <laughs> up?
1: Let's see. Oh, there's no pronunciation. Yucca, <laughs> pronunciation. Yucca. Yucca. Pronunci Oh here we go. Oh, huh. What does it say? Yucca. Okay, so there's there's Y-U-C-C-A.
0: Which is where I'm at.
1: And then there's Y-U-C-A, which is like a potato, and that's pronounced yucca.
0: And that's the fruit.
1: Uh, I don't know if it's a fruit. It's a plant, and it's like a potato al- alternative. Oh. Yeah, it's a root.
0: Okay. So Yucca is yucca, though, correct? Yes. Okay, because I need to know that for this story because it's about the yucca man.
1: Yeah, no, you had it right again. Don't listen to me. There's uh, twenty percent of what I say is accurate. Well, twenty, a solid twenty, maybe eighteen.
0: We're we're both (laughs) on the same page, but have you heard of the yucca man, Nick? No. <laughs> well, I just found out about him this morning searching for military base Bigfoot sightings. Ooh. He goes by quite a few names in and around the Edwards Air Force Base. So I'm going to tell you about the Yucca Man. And that story goes a little something like this. So there's no one big story about this cryptid, but there are quite a few little stories told on the interwebs, so I'm going to give you a few bite-sized tastes of stories of this seven-foot-tall, blue-eyed, fur-covered, bipedal creature, and what the heck he's allegedly been doing at Edward Air, Edwards Air Force Base in California. Huh. We're so close. I mean, you're, you're in the desert, I'm in the desert, but yet it's two different versions of of Biggie here.
1: We're we're basically touching tips. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just made it dirty. Um, right, Arizona
1: borders California. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: I, I'm not sure where Edwards Air Force Base is. It's it's near the Joshua Tree. Is it? Yes. Oh, okay. Is that?
1: I thought is Joshua Tree north.
0: I thought so.
1: Yeah. We're state. We're here. Listen, the our states are, are touching. touching. Yes. Yeah, that's all that matters.
0: Just the tip. Um, he goes by a number of names, including Mojave Bigfoot, the mm-hmm. Sierra the Sierra Highway Devil, and even the slightly endearing nickname Marvin of the Mojave. Can Ooh. we just call him Marvin from here on out?
1: That's adorable. I love it. Even though it feels like it's probably too damn hot for a squatch.
0: Yeah, well. I did read into a reddit post about there's no big feats in the desert because there's nothing but but
1: but there are aliens
0: (laughs) well let's get into it shall we the local native tribes have been telling stories of hairy devils who have lived in the deserts among the joshua trees for as long as native tribes have been around As the area around the San Bernardino Martins began to develop in the middle of the 20th century, it seems the wild man, the yucca man, were pushed out of their native habitat and headfirst into developing civilization. Strange reports of large bipedal beasts were reported as far west as Palmdale and Edwards Air Force Base. Since the 70s, when the Mojave Desert Base expanded from its World War II encampment, there have been regular reports of new recruits terrorized by the Yucca Man. This is a secondhand story from a now-retired military police officer that was stationed at Edwards. Hard quotes, heading back to the main base, I noticed maybe 200 to 300 yards to my left, these large blue eyes. I do a lot of night hunting and it was strange. They were larger than anything I'd ever seen before. They had to be about four inches apart and seven feet off the ground. I stopped the truck and sat there watching them. It was too dark to see any body shape to the thing. The blue glows, so they were glowing blue eyes, proceeded towards my truck at a right angle for about 100 yards and then stopped and then they went on to say as an overpowering stench filled the desert air why they always got to talk about his body odor maybe he's (laughs) sensitive to that he probably is the officer saw huge blue eyes again now only 50 yards away Hard quotes. The movement of the eyes was extremely fast. Another thing that bothered me was that they didn't bob up and down. It was like two lights on a wire moving from one point to another. A radio call gave him a good reason to drive away fast. Because of the ribbing, he suffered after filing a report. Others in the squad win, squ- squ- squad win, squad run refrained from making formal statements about their encounters. Another quick story from a lieutenant in charge of security surveillance goes like this. While they were conducting surveillance one night, always using starlight scopes and motion detectors spread throughout the base, one of the guards reported an infiltration in his perimeter. Now they made it dirty. When he asked for details, the guard described a very tall man, but not really a man. Perplexed by such a report, he decided to drive to the location and talk to the guard. Perhaps thinking the man had lost his marbles. That's just not said enough anymore in this day and it's age. Not. Have it's you really lost not. your marbles? When he arrived, a wide-eyed guard met him and repeated his story. The lieutenant began to scan the desert for the intruder and sued soon spied him, or it. Through the starlight scope, he could very clearly see that this was not a man. This was a very tall, hair-covered, ape-like man walking through the desert. He said the animal appeared to be looking at the desert floor in search of something. Now, when I read that at first, I'm picturing Bigfoot looking like for a lost contact or something in the dirt. Mama, papa! (laughs) Papa, can you hear me? Um, the animal was about 500 yards distant, but the scope was very powerful and tripod mounted so it could be observed clearly. Both men continued to observe the animal as it wandered around almost aimlessly. He then reported to his superiors of the activity and was told to keep the animal in sight. This was no problem as the animal remained in the area. About five minutes later, a helicopter was heard approaching the area. Then it was seen coming in fast from the east. They continued to observe the animal, which continued its activity. The helicopter came in over a rock pile. Then the animal spooked. It looked at the helicopter, turned, and ran like a deer around a rock pile and out of sight. The helicopter searched the area but never found the animal. Poor guy. The next day the lieutenant reported the command to the command post of the previous night's activity. The command told him that these animals had been seen on the base before and the public knew them as Bigfoot or Sasquatch. The command explained that they were concerned these animals may be related to an alien craft on the base and that all such reports must remain top secret. He was told to continue to observe and report, but not to intervene or disturb the animals until the command determined what they were. Wait, what? Talk about an alien plot twist. So through the following years, he and his crew observed the Sasquatches on the bay several times. By 1975, they had sophisticated equipment, including video surveillance cameras mounted in hard quotes, key areas. He then explained to me that they had video, not to me, but the guy who wrote this article, that they had videotaped these animals several times, but the tapes were classified and held under top security at all times. By the time he left Edwards, they had learned very little about these creatures, but his feeling was that they were not UFO related, but biological living beings. So this came from BigfootEncounters.com, written by Doug Trapp. And here's another story a major at the Air Force Base told Mr. Trapp. He confirmed uh, the lieutenant stories that I had just told you, but went on to say these creatures also found their way into secret underground tunnels that run under Edwards. Doug went on to say, although the use and existence of these tunnels was classified The major told him about them knowing that their importance was a moot subject to Doug. That was awkward. I apologize. I don't know how to fix it. He said that they had surveillance cameras in the tunnels and had, in fact, videotaped the Sasquatches as they wandered through them. He said they were not concerned with the Sasquatches on the base because they had learned that they were not related to EBE or extraterrestrial biological beings. Look at that new buzzword we got right there. (laughs) And that they were certain that they were simply just undiscovered animals. When Doug asked the major why they had not captured or killed one in order to prove the existence to the world, the major returned that they could not reveal anything that happened on the base. He said that if they were to admit that these creatures Often wandered around the base, the public would lose confidence in their ability to keep the base secure. This, in turn, would give people the idea that they could uh, do the same. Since there was so much secret work continuing on the base, it was not in their interest to discuss the Sasquatches, Sasquatches with the public. They wanted to keep people out, not encourage them to visit in search of Sasquatches. They already had enough problems with UFO seekers or those wanting to get a peek at secret aircraft. Entire families of the hairy monsters apparently traveled the base's buildings and corridors, appearing and disappearing at will. And to the bewilderment of base police sent chasing after the phantoms. According to our pal Doug, several sources have told him in recent years that the desert Sasquatches are still being watched at Edwards Air Force Base. In fact, one officer recently told him that the base security actually appreciates the presence of the Sasquatch there since they give the officers some hard quotes, needed entertainment. And there you have it, kids, the story of the Yucca Man, or Old Blue Eyes, or you know, Marvin of the Mojave. Some stories a little left of the normal Sasquatch sightings. I hope you enjoyed them as much as I did. My wingmen, aside from Doug, were longreads.com. Wearethemighty.com and sandbox with two X's dot US.
1: Oh, that's one X away from being a website that you probably
0: would really don't enjoy.
1: Oh, yeah. Or not I
0: I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I just did that.
1: I chose. I I love that I guess this just shows where all of these like hunters that are out like people trying to kill Bigfoot or being so afraid of him. Uh I love that there's this military base whose job is to protect and observe and they literally are like, "Well, we just love watching Marvin of the Mojave cuz he's just providing us with entertainment." It's like that's just wonderful.
0: Oh, yeah. He, Marvin, his grandkids, his wife, his brother, yeah, his, his, his sister, the whole damn family. I love it so much.
1: I love it. A little hope. A little hope for humanity.
0: Yes. And I love the fact that the military is protecting them as well.
1: As you should. They should be protected. They belong in the museum. not.
0: Thank you for serving our military people and for protecting our good friend. Mr. Big Feet's. I have a personal paranormal story from our friend Julie, who submitted a few other stories. She's the one that lives in the new house, but ghosts mess with her dog and her quilting supplies. Mm. Okay. So she had mentioned that she had some haunted hospital stories, and we begged her to send them in and she says here are the promised stories about the hospital my husband my hubby works in most are ghost stories but the last one is a not a ghost story but it's hilarious and I had to include it my hubby works second shift at our local hospital he works in the environmental services he cleans the hospital rooms where the patients have already checked out so every room he goes into it into clean is empty Or are they? He's also trained in the NICU and spends a lot of time sterilizing the equipment used for the teeny tiny babies. Oh, I love that so much. Mm -hmm. He has a separate room to accomplish this task. So most of the time he is alone while he is at work. One night he was cleaning the office space that is there for doctors who are visiting patients at the hospital who need a place to sit and fill out paperwork and whatnot. It was about 10 p.m., so the place was completely empty, yet he kept hearing footsteps, papers shuffling, and drawers opening and closing. He, he doesn't get called to clean a room until the room is empty, so he never has to worry about walking in on someone. When a room comes up on his pager, he takes his cleaning cart and backs into the room, pulling his cart with him. One day, on the labor and delivery unit, he got Paige to clean a room. He backed into the room as usual, but when he turned around, he saw a woman sitting in a chair nursing a baby. He panicked, looked down at his pager to double-check the room number. He was in the right room. He looked up again to apologize to the woman for barging in on her and found the room was actually empty. Dun-dun another time in labor and delivery he was pushing his cart down the hallway to go clean a room when he came upon two nurses just standing frozen in the middle of the hallway just staring at something he came up behind them and asked if they were okay they pointed down the hall where a large yoga ball and in parentheses it said this kind woman uses to sit on while no this kind is the kind women use to sit on while in labor, was rolling very slowly back and forth from one side of the hallway to the other all by itself. Nope. Mm-mm. And then this went on for a good 15 minutes. Oh,
1: no. Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> you know what? I would
0: just sit there and stare at it. I'm not going to lie. I'd forget to pull out my cell phone. I'd be like, Dude, you, you fucking see that? Yeah. Oh, my fucking Pass.
1: God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I turn around and just leave the room.
0: <laughs> um, they were all pretty freaked out about that. If any of you are not familiar with yoga balls, they are weighted and not light enough to be moved by a breeze. That is correct. Here's my last one and his not a ghost story, but it needs to be told because it made me laugh so hard that I cried when he told me. One night he got Paige to clean a room on the adult medical unit where a patient had passed away. He got there, backed into the room with his cart, turned around, and ran face first into a Mylar balloon that said, get well soon. Scared him so bad that he almost pooped his pants. Oh my gosh. Take care and stay spooky, Julie. Julie, you are my hero. That was amazing.
1: Yeah, I'd probably be right where he was. I feel like atmosphere is all, is a huge piece of it. I feel like atmospherically I'd be so kind of on edge that if I, that balloon would send me over the edge. And especially
0: when you've had those other experiences and you know you're going into a room where somebody just passed away. Yeah. (laughs) I can't even imagine. I would pee my pants a little bit for sure unless I ate tacos that day then I would chart everywhere no doubt about it
1: look at us 58 minutes 10 yes. seconds 11 yes. seconds 12 look at us
0: so good so good guys that's it that's your oddity files for this week don't forget we're changing things up just trying to stay fresh stay cool like the kids are these days um, we're coming at you from here on out every other week Um, with a new format, so be sure to tune in. Shout out to our executive producers, Ryan Hoke and Donald Blanchflower. Check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash oddityfiles. All the stuff and all the things at flow.page slash oddityfiles. Buy the merch, guys. It's really cool. My daughter's super talented. The mountains are gorgeous. I just threw a little Bigfoot in it. It's fucking amazing. That's available. Link for that is on our facebook page which is oddity files the podcast now like i told you earlier in case you weren't paying attention on that note i'm Kitsy duncan Weirdest the new cool and i am nick floyd ghost on and on and on and on oddity files the podcast is brought to you by that witch beauty potions jewelry yes ma'am Pam. Head on over to Etsy.com slash shop slash that beauty. Check it out. All the good vibes, all the magic, all the moon water and crystals. Etsy.com slash shop slash that beauty. Thanks for listening. Head to flow.page slash oddity files for all things oddity files. Links to our merch links to our sponsors, links to all the things Oddity Files. We appreciate your continued support. We appreciate you spreading the word. Please don't forget to leave a review on wherever you're listening. Again, all things Oddity Files at flow.page slash oddityfiles. Theme music provided by James Grice, edited by me. Take care. We'll see you next time. No, you won't. You'll hear us next time. Bye.